looking up my diagnosis and my tumour. And it's like the average life expectancy was three years. And for me, it's now been five years. So I'm already winning. My goal now is to try and help as many people as I can and also live a happy life. Oh, happy life, Johnny. Uh, gee, it's it's a tough road. It's Some people get drawn the, the short straws, don't they? And you've taken it on beautifully uh, when you were diagnosed. Well, it just started with a migraine, didn't it? Yeah, I was getting headaches, and uh, and everybody gets headaches, you know. You, you don't really think too much into it. You don't think, oh, no, I've got to go get an MRI. Mm. You just, uh, but it was just uh, one fateful day that, Tani said to me, I, I was unable to sort of string a sentence together and she said, nah, something's wrong here. Yeah. Jump in the car, I'm going to take you down to the hospital and see what's going on. But it was this headache that I had was excruciating and uh, was more of a migraine and it just felt like a fire was in my head. And, uh, yeah, she took me down to the hospital and... You know, one thing led to another. They checked me in, or and uh, they ended up sending her home. And they said, "I oh, just will flush his system out and give him some medication and whatnot, and just come back and grab him in the morning." And uh, when she did come back, they they said to her, "Look, we ran an MRI and we discovered that he has a seven centimeter tumor." in his head and we need to operate immediately so she had to sign the forms and they told her that there was a 20% chance that I, I may not survive but if I didn't have the operation there was a 100% chance that I wouldn't survive so mm. it wasn't really a... No choice. Yeah, it was not really a, um, a difficult decision so mm. we'll obviously do the, do the operation and luckily I had a very very good team of surgeons and anesthesiologists. <laughs> you, you've said that beautifully. No, I don't know if I got it right. No, I reckon you did. <laughs> I, I stuff it up every time. And you've, but, you've a gold star there, Johnny. You've done that well. They're the ones I can never. I only just learnt the the tumor itself is called an oligodendroglioma. <laughs> Gee, you've done that well too. Yeah, it's taken me about this long to to learn how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you got to sort of take it head on, you know. And when I was told that it was cancerous, it's just like everything just, you know, the whole world came crashing down. And uh, it took me a little while just to process that. And so everything else went black. So everything that the doctor said after that, it just white noise. And uh, sort of relied on Tani to listen to everything after that and explain it back to me later. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah, it was pretty heavy news, and uh, still, still fighting now. You're still fighting now. Um, the scars on your head—I've seen a photo. You've, you've, you take it head on, as you say, and that, I admire you for that. And you don't mind talking about it. And you know, we said, "Is there anything before the interview that you don't want to touch?" And he said, "No, nah, happy to talk about everything," which I also admire. But uh, the, the huge operations, aren't they? You must. How many have you had now? I've only had the one, the initial one. It was the initial operation that I had. I think it went for... I keep adding a little bit of time on every time someone asks me <laughs> just to make it 
It yeah. sound a little more dramatic. Right. I think it was nine hours. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, no, it was 10 hours. It was 11 hours. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but, but I'm fairly sure it was about nine to 10 hours. Mm. And I was speaking to one of the surgeons not long afterwards, and they said, usually with one of these operations, they would keep you awake for it just so they can say, oh, can you wiggle your toes and whatnot, ask you to do certain things just to make sure they haven't hit any nerves and whatnot. But because it was such a long operation, they were unable to keep me awake for it. I mean, I can't sit still for five minutes, let alone nine hours. (laughs) So that's unbelievable. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then you were cleared of it in May of 2019. That would have been a huge, that would have been like winning the lottery. Oh, God, was it, you know, it was, it it just felt amazing to receive news that you're in a a state of remission. So remission doesn't necessarily mean you're completely and utterly in the clear. It just means that you're in a, it can be stable for X amount of months. So you could be, if the tumour is stable for six, to nine months, then they can classify that as being in remission because it's not growing and it's it's, it's fine. But, uh, yeah, receiving that news was, uh, you know, huge weight off my shoulders and you, you, you almost think to yourself, if I can get back to life, you know, I can get back to conquering the world again. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I then? Perform in front of the world. And then, and sadly, that, that didn't last long. That was May of twenty twenty of twenty nineteen, as I said. So, so then COVID hits. That that was no fun for everyone. But that, that's the least yeah. of your worries. And you, you you're going through the middle of COVID, and then things go a bit pear shaped in the November of twenty twenty. Of uh, yeah, I had uh, I think I had eleven seizures in four days, uh, which I don't really remember much of. So. I um, I mean, Tani's told me a little bit about them, and to be honest, I feel more for her. That could be your dad. Do you want to get that? <laughs> he lives in Perth, so it's certainly not him. Well, they got phones in Perth. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that was the, the doorbell. Oh, it's at the door. <laughs> Sorry. I thought it was another phone line going off. <laughs> no, he'd still be in Perth, though. You're right. Sorry. Now, yeah, hurry. Yeah. Well, where were we? Oh, yeah, oh, then. Oh, that's right. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back in November. And, yeah, and then after the seizures, you're thinking, oh, no. Yeah, I just, I mean, funny story is I woke up and I, they must have had me on some heavy medication because... I woke up and I'm, I called Tani immediately. I'm like, babe, you need to get here now. <laughs> you get here now. Because yeah. I'd had this, uh, I don't know if it was a dream or an illusion or whatnot. <laughs> I thought I was playing golf with Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a fun dream because I don't think there's anyone in the world that doesn't love Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray. Have you seen him in Lost in Translation? No, I haven't. Oh, you've got to see that movie. With, uh, I was going to say Sigourney Weaver, with uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Wonderful movie. Oh, well, I've got to watch it. I'll watch it today. Watch it today. Have you seen the film film with him in it? 
St. Vincent. No. You must watch it. You okay. must watch it. I'll, I'll watch it today. Film. We're shopping. We're swapping Bill Murray movies. Uh, gee, we've gone off track here from <laughs> seizure and uh, bout number two of fighting the battle of your life to Bill Murray movies. I don't know how he did right. that, Johnny, but, you know, life's like that. I don't know how he got to that thing. I don't know. And, look, I've got to interrupt the story there too because we're running out of time at six to ten.